Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, May 12th, 2023. So glad you're here. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and worldwide headlines all on the way for you this hour. Next hour, some interesting statistics from a new poll regarding road trips. Americans seem to really like road trips. Plus, stranger than fiction, a man loses his leg on an airplane. And a very special happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479 253 one, two, three, four. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for your celebrity birthdays. Emily Van Camp, who plays Nicolette on the Fox medical drama The Resident. The Resident, I should say, is 37 today. Claire Bowen, who plays Scarlett O'Connor in Nashville, is 39. Dom Hall Gleason, who is General Hux in Star Wars, is 40 today. What else? Rami Malik. Freddie Mercury in the Queen movie, Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody, is 42 today. Malin Ackerman, who plays Laura Axelrod on Showtime's Billions, is 44. I'm sorry, 45. Jason Biggs, who is Jim in the American Pie movies, is 45. Kim Fields, who is Tootie in The Facts of Life, is 54. Tony Hawk, skateboarder, 55. Scotty Schwartz, the kid who got his tongue stuck on a pole in a Christmas story, is 55 today. Stephen Baldwin is 57. Emilio Estevez is 61. Ving Rames, who played Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction, is 64. Kix Brooks of Brooks and Dunn is 68. Award-winning actor from HBO's In Treatment, Gabriel Byrne, is 73. And on this day in history, well, I'm sorry, today is National National Limerick Day. And on this day in history, in 1932, Charles Lindbergh's 20-month-old son was found deceased 10 days after he'd been abducted. The Lindbergh baby saga. Wild story there. Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley appeared on a TV special together in 1960. And Bob Dylan walked out just before his appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show in 1963 when he was told he wouldn't be allowed to perform his tribute to defeating the communist scare, talking John Birch paranoid blues. Barbara Streisand won her second Grammy at the sixth Grammy Awards in 1964. 
Mick and Bianca Jagger were married on this date in 1971, divorced in 1980. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> in 1978, the Commerce Department caved to feminists and said hurricanes would no longer be named exclusively after women. Okay. Okay. Robert Reed from Brady Bunch passed away on this date in 1992 of intestinal cancer after complications from AIDS. Perry Como died of Alzheimer's at the age of 88 on this date in 2001. And Jimmy Carter arrived in Cuba, making him the first president of the U.S. to visit Castro's Cuba. That was on this date. In 2002, and those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. More users access the internet with a Chrome browser than any other browser. Over 64% of people do so. Humans typically pass gas about 14 times a day, give or take. Wilt Chamberlain didn't win the MVP the year that he scored 50.4 points and grabbed 29.9 rebounds a game. Yeah, averaging 50 points a game, 23 rebounds. He didn't win the MVP. Bill Russell won it. Jim Morrison of the 60s rock group The Doors was the first rock star to be arrested on stage. The average person now spends almost 10 hours a day online. Yeah, at least... And your final random fact, meteorologists claim they are right 85% of the time. Hmm, that's what they say. We didn't say that that was a fact, though, did we? We said it was a fact that they say it. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are expecting a high today around 84. Got a 40% chance of afternoon showers, uh, likely. And then tomorrow, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Likely in the afternoon, especially 60% chance on your Saturday and a high of 85. A chance of showers and thunderstorms as well. 60% chance again on Sunday and a high around 85. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. All right, got to say congratulations to our Mother's Day giveaway winners, okay? Third place uh, went to Linda Dethridge. She won a $100 bouquet from Floral Memories and a $20 gift certificate to Route 62 General Store. Way to go, Linda. Second place was Elisa Eastwood winning a $100 bouquet from Bellamy Bloom and a $50 gift certificate to Sweets Fudge Kitchen. So, Alyssa, that's probably how to announce that. Uh, congratulations, Alyssa Eastwood. I'm sorry if I'm getting your pronunciation wrong. And the grand prize winner is Lachey. Lachey Finch is the grand prize winner, winning a $100 gift basket from Thinking of You and a $50 bouquet from Green Forest Flowers. That's awesome. Our. Mother's Day, Mother of the Year giveaway from Carroll County Broadcasting and our wonderful sponsors, Green Forest Flowers and Gifts, Farmer in the Deli, Thinking of You, Sweets Fudge Kitchen, Floral Memories, 
Bellamy Bloom, Route 62 General Store, and Carroll County Broadcasting. So congratulations, moms out there. You deserve it. No doubt about it. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Let's get a look now at your headlines from around the world. Yesterday, the U.S. government formally ended its crisis response to the COVID pandemic. Some norms put in place during the public health emergency will change immediately, such as the requirement that private insurers cover COVID tests while others will remain in effect for a while, such as free vaccines. The Biden administration also said vaccine requirements for federal employees, federal contractors, and international air travelers would cease at the end of the day yesterday. Since the emergency was first declared in January of 2020, COVID has taken the life of 1.1 million people in the U.S. and infected many more. Those are numbers from the Wall Street Journal. U.S. stocks finished mixed yesterday as many uh, investors were nervous about a possible federal government default. Yes, it stayed out of the markets and focused on treasuries and money market funds for the most part. The S&P 500 is down 0.2% at the close yesterday. The Dow fell 0.7% and the NASDAQ 0.2%. And let's see. Ukraine made further gains against Russian forces in Bakhmut. Its military needs more time before it can launch a much-anticipated major counteroffensive to recapture the eastern city. President Vladimir Zelensky and uh, said Kiev uh, hasn't received the equipment Western allies promised. So making a move now could cost troops lives. Sure does complain a lot. Ukraine's armed forces had launched an offensive to surround the entrenched Russians in Bakhmut, but were weakened by months of warfare that caused tens of thousands of casualties, predominantly to the Wagner paramilitary group spearheading Moscow's offensive there. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you are having a great Friday out there. As we head into Mother's Day weekend, you got special plans for mom? Make sure you take care of mom. Yeah. I want to say happy Mother's Day to my mom, Carol Wingate, a fantastic, not only mother, but just a wonderful person. Uh, I know that uh, it sounds like I'm kissing up to my mom here, but uh, it's all true. She's just a wonderful person. Uh, Yes, I've seen her mad. Yes, she has spanked me. Not recently, but um, so, I, you know. She would be the first person to tell you she's not perfect, but she uh, is quite a person, quite a lady, lives out her faith in her life daily, is a great example uh, of Christ-like behavior. But again, not perfect, and she would tell you that too. Just a fantastic mom, such a, and a fun Nana as well, always doing things for our, grand, uh, for our kids, and uh, just, you know... Always changing it up, surprising them and doing things like that, of course. You know, you see how much your parents love their grandkids more than you. Just kidding. Uh, it's supposed to be a nice happy Mother's Day thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so happy Mother's Day, Mom. Also happy Mother's Day to my wife, Michelle, a fantastic mother. Uh, my, my kids have no idea how good they have it. One day they'll wake up and go, oh my gosh, Uh you know, one day when they live in the real world and realize how great of a mom they have. I, you mothers out there are just fantastic. You make the world go round. My mother-in-law, Patty, an excellent mother, raised an absolutely excellent daughter. And just, uh, I'm so appreciative 
of the moms in my life. And I'm sure you are too. Uh, moms are just a very, very special, special kind of person. And uh, they endure things that we don't even realize. It's when mom takes a break for a day or two, like you'll find it out this weekend, right? That you really see, wow, everything that she does. So happy Mother's Day, moms out there. Thank you for all that you do. And a very pleasant good morning to you out there. I, I got to say uh, hello to Randy Colvin and Ed Hula. I know that they were recently uh, contacting some of the folks up here at the radio station, and uh, it is great to hear from them. Randy Colvin coached me in peewee baseball way back when. I think we were the Cubs back in the day, so great to hear uh, from Randy. Randy says, people need to be careful and on the lookout right now because snakes are around, so make sure you are on the lookout. Of course, we've talked about that as well in the outdoor moment with Chase Tressler. Uh, a few weeks ago, but to be very careful while gardening. And Randy even also mentioned the, he, he spotted, not, not he, but he uh, heard uh, that a Black Panther had been spotted south of Berryville. And so be on the lookout for that. Just be diligent. Keep your eyes and ears open. You know, don't, don't panic. There's no, no reason to panic, but I think it's a very good uh, word out there from Randy. Keep your eyes and ears open and shout out as well. To Coach Ed Hula, uh, loved being in Coach Hula's career orientation class. In fact, Coach Hula, I would say, is one of the reasons I ever even went into radio. Obviously, my dad was in radio, Gene Wingate, so it was you know sort of in my blood. But the reason I ended up working at KTHS in 1999 was because we had to job shadow someone. For his class. And I first tried Scott Jackson because I'm like, oh, I want to be an attorney, maybe. But due to client confidentiality, that wasn't really something that I could do. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll go to the radio station since my dad broadcasts, you know, basketball and football games and things like that. And came to the radio station, hung out for the day, and thought, wow, this is really cool. It's cooler than when I would hang out as a little kid with my dad because there were then. So many more computers and more technology, and it was much more interesting to me maybe than it was when I was much smaller. And so I job shadowed at the radio station for career orientation class for Coach Ed Hula. Wow, I'm just remembering this right now. So um, if, uh, if you like what you're hearing most mornings, you can thank, in part, Coach Ed Hula, or if you don't like it, you can blame Coach Hula, right? All right, here we go. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you don't typically hear of somebody forgetting their leg when they get off a plane. That's not exactly what happened, but pretty close. A St. Louis man says that American Airlines lost his luggage, and inside his luggage was a $26,000 prosthetic leg. Yes, and they are now refusing to reimburse him, according to the man. This is Michael Williams telling his side of the story. Dealing with a prosthetic leg is not as easy as people think it is. You can't do this to somebody that's disabled. Just say, hey, we lost something to yours, but we're not going to pay for it. The special made leg, I put it in my suitcase. When I get to St. Louis Airport, I'm sitting there waiting for my luggage to come off and never comes off. $26,000. When you find the one that works, that's the one you want to hold on to. All right. Well, that is, I, I feel bad for the guy. 
I can't help but imagine a guy hopping around on one leg in the baggage claim. That's stranger than fiction. And a very pleasant good Friday morning to you. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Summertime, fast approaching, tis the season for road trips. Those are still a thing. In fact, it might be the one thing that is uniting Americans here in 2023. It's road trips. In a series of new polls, it sounds like everyone in America digs road trips. 40% of people say they love a good road trip. 43% like road trips. So that's 83% of people have a positive opinion of road trips. Less than 10% of people have a negative opinion. And does it really matter? The demographics, the breakdown is consistent across the board, whether it's male, female, Liberal, conservative, whatever, road trips are the great uniter. (laughs) The great unifier? I don't know. Digging a little deeper, 59% of people say they prefer taking the scenic route on road trips, while 28% are cool just using the fastest route. I got to say, typically, I can never get where I'm going fast enough on a road trip. Uh, That's just, uh, yeah, sometimes I drive the people in my vehicle crazy because it's all about the time. We got to make good time. You know, you stop at the gas station, and I have been known to start a stopwatch just to see how much time we lost. Uh, It is a weird obsession, and I'm sorry for my loved ones having to to endure this. Uh, But look, 50% of people say they prefer to plan the details of the road trip ahead of time. 37% want to be spontaneous. You know, when my wife and I have gone places, you know, it's a little more spontaneous because... We can stop and shop or whatever. But most of the time when we're headed somewhere, it's like, okay, let's get there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but not everybody's that way. But everybody's agreeing on road trips. The great unifier of America. Maybe the next presidential candidate should, you know, run on the road trip platform since it is resonating throughout the land. Good morning. And a very happy Friday morning to you out there. You know, we go to these different kiosks and places, and it always pops up the option for a tip. We've talked about this before, and there's sort of a little bit of tip shaming that occurs, like depending on where you go. They turn the little kiosk thing around, the little screen around, and they look at you intensely to see where on the screen you tap. Did you tap that no tip button at the bottom? Did you tap 20%, 15%, or other? Anyway, would you think that it is a good idea to tip at a self-checkout? Tipping fatigue is a new term out there. It's when you're sick of constantly being asked to leave a tip in situations where it used to be considered weird. The Wall Street uh, Journal just broke down uh, this. They did a big write-up on how we're even being asked to now leave tips at self-checkouts. We're doing the work. Are we tipping ourselves now? They talked to a few people who've recently encountered the prompts. Here's two examples. Someone bought a $6 bottle of water at a self-checkout kiosk at an airport, and it asked them if they wanted to leave a 10% or a 20% tip on a bottle of water at a self-checkout kiosk. Who is that money going to? I mean, these companies are already saving money by 
going to these self-checkouts where there's one person doing the job of five or six, they should they should be paying this person well, and they're still going to save money when they do. But the person that encountered this prompt for a tip on a bottle of water at a self-checkout said that it felt like emotional blackmail. I think that's a pretty good way to say it because you feel guilty if you don't do it. Like, I'm not contributing to society. I'm a curmudgeon. I'm a miser. I'm a, you know, cheapskate. But I'm just going and buying a bottle of water and doing all the work myself. So should you feel guilty? I don't think you should. Another example is a baseball fan grabbed a beer from a self-service fridge at Petco Park in San Diego and asked him to leave a tip. He said he was confused because he didn't know who the money was going to. (laughs) Who's it going to? It's going to the company, right? This is a little way to get a little extra on the top. I guess I don't fault these companies for trying, but I think we need to resist it and say, no, I mean, I'll tip a person. I'm not tipping a robot. This guy still left a 20% tip for nobody. Who knows who it went to? Both organizations uh, said the money does go to the employees, but it feels weird. I have... I recently saw someone talking about this and they said, you know, I don't I don't leave the tip on the machine. If there's a person there that's doing this, I leave them cash because I don't know where it actually goes when I tip on the kiosk. I thought that was a pretty good idea. So do with it what you will. Good morning. Where's my tip? And a very pleasant good morning to you. Happy Friday to you. Of course, you know it is Mother's Day weekend and we got to say congratulations to some Winning mamas out there. The third place winner in our Mother's Day giveaway is Linda Deathridge winning a $100 bouquet from Floral Memories and a $20 gift certificate to Route 62 General Store. Second place, Alyssa Eastwood winning a $100 bouquet from Bellamy Bloom and a $50 gift certificate to Sweets Fudge Kitchen. And our grand prize winner, Lachey Finch winning a $100 gift basket from Thinking of You and a $50 bouquet from Green Forest Flowers. Congratulations! Congratulations. And thank you to our sponsors out there, Green Forest Flowers and Gifts, Farmer in the Deli, Thinking of You, Sweets Fudge Kitchen, Floral Memories, Bellamy Bloom, Route 62 General Store, and of course, your friends here at Carroll County Broadcasting. Your headlines. Well, the four Arkansas congressional members in the U.S. Congress voted to approve a bill addressing the United States border security issue yesterday. The 213-page Secure the Border Act of 2023 calls for resuming construction of the border wall and increased enforcement against illegal border crossing. Other measures in the bill include tightening controls on visas and children-family separation standards. The bill was passed on the same day the pandemic emergency-related Title 42 border rule was set to expire. That rule allowed the rapid expulsion of immigrants. In its place, U.S. immigration policy returns to the previously used Title 8 rule, which will enable immigrants at the border to apply for asylum. And a judge sentenced a Boone County, Arkansas man in the stabbing of his pregnant girlfriend, Charles L. Boone, 30 Uh, will spend 32 years in prison after he pleaded guilty in the case. Investigators say Boone stabbed Ashley Crawford, 27 years old, in April of 2021. She was 27 weeks pregnant, 
And Crawford suffered multiple stab wounds and lacerations. Investigators say Crawford and the unborn baby both survived. Police located Boone in Springfield, Missouri, and officers arrested him without incident. And finally, former Walmart CEO Lee Scott and his wife Linda Scott donated $10.35 million to the Scott Family Amazium in Bentonville. The Amazium, which serves as a children's museum and learning center, was started in 2015 by the Scott family. And they say, quote, the next phase of growth will complement the nearby Crystal Bridges Nature Trails and Orchards Park, creating an exciting outdoor destination for the northwest Arkansas region. That's what Eric Scott said, a member of the Scott family. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Happy Mother's Day weekend, all the moms out there. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Hope you all have a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. Well, here's someone who is not getting any awards for parenting, much less substitute teaching. This was a substitute teacher named Jennifer Hale from Florida. It's happened recently. She's being charged after letting a 7th grader use her vape pen. No, it's not a pen that you use for writing papers or anything like that. It's for vaping, right? This is the mom of the middle school student, Jennifer Hunter, and the police chief talking about the excuse that the substitute gave for letting this 7th grader use her vape pen. I never thought that a substitute teacher would give my child that or someone else's child any of that stuff. You can't do this. You just can't do it. I mean, this should be common sense. She has a responsibility to that classroom to protect kids, not abuse them. Her response was she just wanted to fit in. Wow. A substitute teacher that just wanted to fit in. Well, that, uh, yeah, that always goes well, doesn't it? I tell you what. Okay, well, here's a public service announcement. Do not let kids use vape pens no matter how much you want to fit in it's never going to end well good morning hey i want to tell you about another podcast i'm doing one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media our government and our culture it's the ike wingate show you can find it at ikewingate.com please subscribe to it listen to it it's a longer form unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture so check it out please Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.